0: Hey, hey cousins. cousins! Welcome back to another episode of Gracefully Broken the podcast. Where I'm your host, Michaela, and I'm your host, Sage. If you don't know, Gracefully Broken, is- Gracefully Broken the podcast is a podcast about two teenage girls navigating through mental health. But y'all, today we have a very special guest here with us, and it is Mr. Liddell Hill. So say what's up to the people. Just introduce yourself a little bit.
1: Hey cousins. <laughs> Yo, uh... So my name is Mr. Liddell Hills. I'm a, I am an educator out in Baltimore City. I run a youth program called Truth to Power. And uh Yeah, so we focus on mindfulness, creativity, and activism.
0: Mm-hmm. Period. So y'all, today's episode is called Growing Up Is Hard. Today episode today's episode, I'm sorry, focuses on our adversities that we faced as children. Um, a little bit about our childhood and just how it affects our mental health. So I'm going to let Sage get us started off.
2: Okay, y'all, so the first thing we're going to be talking about is school. And the first question is, how have you um overcome adversity in school? And this is a good question because we literally spend like eight hours at school a day. A day. Like it's very impactful for our mental health and we spend a lot of time there, so... Miss Lydell, would you like to go first as our guest?
1: Uh, shoot, it's been a minute since I've been in school, but every day is kind of like a school day.
2: Mm-hmm. Sure, or at work, like, work,
1: how do you come in at university and work? At work or in school? Shoot, okay, so, um, I'll start with work, and I, maybe that'll help me remember some things from school, mm-hmm. but, um, In the last two years, work has been really difficult, especially going through COVID and everything. And um, that kind of brings us back to school stuff too. So um, basically over these last two years, there's been a lot that I've learned about Baltimore City and like a lot that I've had to figure out in my role um, out here and like, what do I do? Um, Finding that like when I graduated, you know, I guess, a lot of things where like friends and you have teachers and different people that are there to support you, um, all those kind of same supports aren't necessarily there um, mm. when you graduate and um, seeing like a comp- competition and like people, whether they're your peers or um, coworkers and things, um, just trying to like be the best version of yourself and you know trying to grow and learn more every day. Mm-hmm. And then seeing how not everybody may have, like, that those same, like, best interests for you. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking back to school, um, I guess there's, like, uh, I think about peers and people that maybe had their own thing going, and now that I've had some time to, like, look back and reflect on it. It's, like, um, everyone's trying to figure out who they are and, like, you know, where they fit in. And so um the question the question was like
0: how do do you overcome adversity how
1: do i overcome adversity so those are like the adversities i'm trying to like lay out but um Mm -hmm. how to overcome that i had to like really just be okay with who i am and like really accept like um like what i all the good bad and ugly type of stuff like um and really embracing, like, the bad and ugly, and, like, like, leaning into it, um, so that I could, like, uh, so if anyone else, if if it comes from anywhere outside, I've already dealt with it internally, so, Mm -hmm. yeah. That
0: makes sense, yeah. (laughs) I would say I've overcome adversity just by always figuring out what the problem is, like, I think, We face so much adversity sometimes. It's because you don't really know what the problem is, but you constantly add on to it without knowing it. Mm -hmm. So I think understanding what the problem is, what can I do to improve? Because I don't like feeling sad. I don't like feeling mad. Like, I just, I don't like the feeling of being upset about something. So I think figuring out what it is, how you can improve, but it's not... Something that's just gonna stop just because you wanted to, because as you go through life, you're always gonna face adversity. Mm-hmm. So I definitely get that aspect. Yeah. Um, for me, like going back to my
2: middle school years, I used to get bullied a lot. Like I do have a white mother, and one of the things that used to get like talked about was, was how I white talk. girl yeah like I just or like having white girl traits, whatever that means, but mainly how I spoke. Like, I used to get mocked, called names, all of the above, and it was, like, really bad because coming from, I used to go to a private school before I went to my current school as, like, you know, a quiet kid just being surrounded by other quiet kids and stuff <laughs> like that, but coming to a public school, like, everything was really loud and in your face, and, like, people would just say stuff without thinking about what they were saying. Mm-hmm. So... They might have been joking, but I didn't take it as a joke. And it really impacted me, just, like, them saying things about me and me questioning my identity a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, and being a quiet kid, like, I used to get scared to ask for help or go to adults, Mm
0: -hmm. and a
2: lot of the times I would come home and talk to my mom, and the next day, like, they would come to me, the adults, and they would be like, hey, your mom emailed me, like, what's going on? And I wouldn't want to tell them, either, Mm -hmm. like, because I was scared to tell them or I just didn't want any conflict. The
0: backlash, yeah. Yeah,
2: the backlash of it. I'm really a not confrontational person. Like, that's one thing that I struggle with. But just um, gaining confidence to speak up for yourself. And honestly, I feel like that came with me growing up and just adults talking to me like, hey, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's how I overcome it. But yeah. growing up is, like, definitely a big part. And growing up with those same people that have, bullied me, like, mm. a lot of forgiveness was in that. And, you know, just realizing everyone's human. We all make mistakes. And, yeah. Yeah.
0: But I also think, like, my mother always told me growing up, like, kids can be very cruel. So I yeah. think, like, the older you get, the more you mature. Mm-hmm. But I think that that's why it's important for kids at our age to have mentors or yeah. somebody that they can talk to because i think like sometimes most of the times when people bully somebody else or feel they need to talk about them it's because they have a, a insecurity within themselves mm-hmm. so i think the biggest thing is that kind of goes in to your social challenges that you face right. more so of like not speaking up like me <laughs> i got social anxiety really bad um, like i don't like Large groups of people, like, I overthink a lot when that stuff happens. And I think just, like, being with other people in a room, like, meeting new people has always been a big thing for me because it's just, like, sometimes you never know what somebody's intentions are or just, like... yeah. I never want somebody to talk about me like mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's just it's like, like just
2: the trust issue yeah
0: I think like. it's it's that but then again it's just like people in general mm-hmm. so I think that's like a social challenge what's a social challenge that you face Benzo so, because I know you do work with a lot of youth but you seen when men's first met you it was more so like on the shy side so what is some social, social challenges that you face some things that y'all
1: both mentioned um like y- y- y'all might notice I guess I'm not necessarily shy, but like reserved, I would say, yeah, yeah. um <laughs> it's a
0: difference yeah
1: but like, i I' definitely like like to open up when in the right opportunity by right chance, but um, like you said, like people running off with the wrong impression of you or whatever, yeah, um so again, like coming back to that, really trying to know who I am, so I can better convey that, but um, mm. social challenges like like so i'm I'm thinking about just yesterday, um like chilling with some friends and things and uh, felt like things wasn't like on the up and up. Mm -hmm. And so I was just like, you know what, I'm just gonna remove myself from this situation. And uh, I think that like confrontation and like finding a better way to really address those things when they're coming up is like, um, you know, what I want to do, but also really having like discernment on like, who's worth that energy. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm like, I've definitely been the person who will keep trying and trying to keep like loving someone that like my friends and people and be like, but then like, there's only, you know, when you keep getting shown a certain side by somebody that's like, all right, you, you got to just learn the lesson and maybe, uh, yourself with better people. So,
0: mm-hmm. so. yeah, that makes I, sense. hmm.
2: But also, like, one thing about me, I feel like I'm more extroverted around introverted people, like, mm. but around bigger personalities, I'll, like, be more quiet and reserved. I don't know. That's, oh, like, that's something surprising. I notice about myself. <clears throat> but, yeah. Okay, so the next question is, looking back on your childhood, how has it shaped who you are today? Mm. <sighs> that's a really large topic like yeah it really
0: is i i guess i would say it just really depends on how you look at it yeah. simply because like my childhood wasn't all bad mm-hmm. but it's just like sometimes i felt like it was more bad than it was good yeah. but i still have those memories where it's just like good but i really think my childhood having to become independent at such a young age I would say it really impacted my childhood and just the person that I am because, me I don't like asking people for help. I don't like talking to people. Like I'm not gonna say I don't like talking to people, but I don't like talking to talking to people about certain things, mm-hmm. just like stuff that I'm going through, like reaching out for help because I, for so long I've seen it as a weakness just because I've had to do everything on my own before and it's just like being so independent is not good all the time, but. That mainly comes from my childhood because these are things that I had to learn and engage, things that I had to adapt to. But it's also that part of me, like, that little kid me, like, that's in me, like, that child that's crying. I was just like, why you didn't just give yourself a break oh. sometimes? But it's mm-hmm. just like, I think it really just depends on the environment that you grew up in. Mm-hmm. But I would say my childhood definitely, like, it shaped me to be strong, independent, which can be a good and bad thing, mm-hmm. but I think the things that I went through as a child, I don't regret, mm-hmm. because now they are morals to me, like, yeah. it's my standards is what I go by, so mm-hmm. I really think it's part good and part bad, but, yeah. yeah.
2: I would say, like, one good thing about my childhood was being exposed to nature, like, my mother, she's very, like, nature-centered, she likes taking a lot of walks. Stuff like that. But being exposed, like, I used to go to a lot of camps, like nature camps. Mm. One of them was in New York, like upstate New York, like in the Adirondacks. And I used to do a lot of hiking and stuff like that. So I feel like being in those quieter spaces, just appreciating everything around me, like I see the good in things. Like I could go to a new city, new place, and I just see, like, how beautiful things are or how beautiful moments are. Between people, mm-hmm. like I always be like, oh, that's so sweet, <coughs> like that's so wholesome. Is something I say a lot, but mm-hmm. definitely with people, like I just notice, notice a lot of stuff around me. Like
1: mm-hmm. that's cool, child. Uh, both both those things. So I was going to go in a different direction with this. You reminded me I used to be a boy scout, and like Arty, <laughs> it's like was like a huge part of like. If I just grew up in the city, like it definitely would have been like. That, that, it just really doesn't took me out of, like, that environment to mm-hmm. think about experiences that a lot of city kids don't really get. And so when you, yeah. like, get out into those woods, it's just, like, like, I still chill in the woods when I'm, like, all this stuff is too much for me. I'm just like, screw it. I'm gonna go. go I'm gonna walk out <laughs> yeah, here. Right. But, um, the childhood stuff, I guess, like, I recently had a trip back home, and every time I try to go back home, um, New York, so... <laughs> Uh, like, my mom has, like, I know we got some folders or some, like, of a bunch of pictures I drew when I was a kid, and, Mm -hmm. um, and one thing I always think about, like, I just finally wrote a song in my mother's house for the first time ever, Mm -hmm. and, like, that's big for me because, like, I always used to leave the house when I was a kid, like, Mm -hmm. go play basketball or, like, to go hang out with my friends or whatever it was, but I couldn't really express myself there, Mm -hmm. and, um, trying to think about why wasn't I really expressing myself in my mother's house and um like I always seem to like mm-hmm. be running away or whatever and so um mm-hmm. thinking about now like like I refashioned like the first rhyme I ever wrote uh it's like why can't we all just get along it's like my childhood <laughs> so mm-hmm. and like it, and that that was like the song I wrote when I was a kid, and I never like my step pops came in one day when I was writing raps and scrapped it up, and it was like oh rapping fool, and he's a DJ, so he really takes this stuff seriously, so mm-hmm. um, that really it really hurt, obviously, and like, um, but it's like something that you know me and him's relationship has grown over time as well, and like mm-hmm. just really you still
2: remember that today.
1: Yeah, it's like the fact that I still yeah. remember that, and then like. But you know, I got a kinda different understanding of why he came like that and mm. so uh I guess just like those childhood things like stick with you and it's just something to overcome eventually. Like, hopefully you get to overcome it.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think everybody's childhood is different. But that's funny that y'all talk about nature. I hate it. I hate nature. <laughs> Literally like I don't like books. Because I feel like when I go into the was like when we went to North Bay, uh-huh. I hated it and it was like we was in the woods sitting on logs, just in the middle of a bunch of trees and leaves. I don't like that. But I will say like I'm more of a beach person. Like
2: I love the water because yeah. I just see how a sea small is your I am favorite, right? Compared to everything
0: else. Like it's really crazy when you think about go. it.
1: See I can't swim, so I'm good on that.
0: <laughs> but see, I don't I don't really like the beach. I would prefer the pool over the beach. The pool. Yeah, because I don't know. I think it's something about the sand and then getting in the, the water. Sand. Like I don't like that because no. it's just like some people really like the sand between their toes. I don't like that because it feel like dirt. <laughs> like, but I'm not saying I don't have appreciation for nature because I think nature is beautiful. But it's just you know to each his own. But like I don't know. At it not yeah, like being in it I think like boat. the sound like sitting on the back porch at nighttime. I like that. Because it's like, especially in the summertime, because I feel like the breeze outside and then just like, you know, like in the when you get up early in the morning, when sunrise come and you mm-hmm. ever hear the birds just chirping, I like that. Yeah. But going into the woods and all that, that's not me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's good. That's I think okay, everybody has memorable things from their childhood that they take with them in life. Yeah. And I think that that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like I was just talking to my grandmother about, because on Easter, I called her and I was like, I think it was before Easter, I called her and I said, Grandma. I, said, I was just telling him the other day how I miss the time of year because, like, growing up with my cousins and stuff, um, my grandmother, she used to do these Easter egg hunts for us every year. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, one of the eggs had money in it. And everybody would fight over that mm-hmm. egg. Yeah. But it was just like, that was something that I really took from my child because that was something that I really enjoyed. Not just Easter, but my grandmother in general. Like, the things she did for her grand- My grandmother's dream was to always have a big family because she's the only child. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, having four kids, and then I think she got about 14 grandkids. Oh but don't God. quote me, I think. But it's just, like, me being around my cousins all the time, yeah, we used to fuss and fight, but I think the moments that you capture as a child that you just hold on to was something that I really cherished. Like, my grandmother's house is one of the biggest things because since mm-hmm. I've been, you know, since I can remember my grandmother always owned her house, so everything in her house has always been in since I was younger. Mm-hmm. So I think, like... Just the memories that you hold on, that's something that you cherish. Like, that's the good part of how your childhood shapes you, really. Because those are traditions, you know, that I want to do when I have kids and stuff. So I think Mm -hmm. that's a good thing.
2: That's really sweet. But I do have a question for you. So growing up in New York, you grew up in the city? Yep. So how do you think that, like, impacted you? And then you came to Baltimore, like, you didn't stay in New York. How do you think growing up in New York has impacted your adulthood? Um,
0: Good and bad ways. I would say it
1: prepares me really well for like a lot of different types of people. Cause, mm-hmm. like New York, super diverse. Like my group of friends when I graduated high school was like like Pakistani dude, Polish dude. <laughs> <you> know, vacation, <laughs> it like, was different. Everything like really Real was, diverse. Like, everybody in the crew. And so got to really see like a bunch of different cultures, like how different people just, and then how like all those different cultures come together. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Know, mm-hmm.
1: high school out there can be pretty rough, all the picking on each other and stuff, but the thing about it was, like, everyone was so different or had their own thing that mm-hmm. like, if you're picking on somebody, someone can always find something to pick on. you, you go about. And, mm-hmm. So, um, how it prepared me, or how it, it relates to Baltimore, I always called, when I first got out to Baltimore, it was a 2018, and that was the year of the uprising out here. Right. Um, mm-hmm. right. So, yeah, it was lit out here, and
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about lit, but <laughs> lit up, like, yeah, I get what you're years, saying, but, yeah. yeah.
1: But like, y'all, yeah, I, I would call Baltimore like uh, cousin of Brooklyn, for real. It felt like mm-hmm. a little southern cousin, like a lot of similarities to um, I guess the way that people, like the hood was, like mm-hmm. the hood of New York and Brooklyn and all those parts was like similar to how like the energy people kind of carry out here, stuff like small to more so mm. like people mm. knew each other and was
0: yeah. like Yeah, is very small.
1: Yeah, so um remind me the question one more time.
2: <laughs> how did um, it impact you? You hit on that one and then how does that impact you in adulthood?
1: How does it impact you in adulthood? Um yeah, I would say like the thing about kind of knowing how different people are mm-hmm. and being able to be like, oh, this person might be like this or like so I'm not really throwing up if like someone is different from what i know or Mm -hmm. understand it's just like oh we're just another type of person and how do i get to know this type of person and Mm
0: -hmm. what
2: comes with them Mm -hmm. so Mm. i think that's really cool like that's a really good life skill yeah it really is everywhere you're gonna meet different people but yeah i wish our school is more diverse though like i'm always thinking about how our school is just not diverse yeah but i like in our teachers I just Mm -hmm. did a presentation on um, should black males be given incentives for joining the field of education and that was like my research question that I came up with Mm -hmm. and then I just like dove into school to prison pipelines, zero tolerance policies, stuff like that but like not having black males in our school impacts me a little bit because like I don't necessarily have a father figure so just being around females all the time like When I go home, I'm around females, and when I go to school. It's Mm -hmm. like, I feel like it impacts me in positive ways because I'm around a lot of really strong women, but also negative ways as well because I don't get to experience, like, Mm -hmm. every type of person, like you said. That's
0: different. But touching um, touching on what you said about, like, him living in New York and mm-hmm. stuff, I think that that's different. Like, I think being able to go to a different city and travel and basically yeah. see the world from a different perspective because me, like, being in Baltimore, I have, like, before my family went to North Carolina, we went there for a couple of summers, so we whatever. to go to Myrtle Beach. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's the only part that I've never been out at a DMV other than going to Myrtle Beach. But when me and Sage got to go on a civil rights trip back in January, and going down there to the different cities and just saying... But the one that really touched me the most was when we went to the Freedom Project schools in... um What is it? Is it Cleveland? Mississippi. Cleveland, Mississippi. <laughs> it is so different. Like, I've yeah. never, like, been to the South like that. And it was, like, seeing how their education system is so different from ours, it makes me more appreciative a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, that's what my mother always told me, like, never, never talk about what somebody else got because... Everybody isn't as fortunate as you are. So sometimes you have to be grateful for the things that you have. And you build these skills, and it's just, like, it's very different. But, like, talking to some of the kids from down there, it is very different from being in the city because down there, they don't have principals. They don't have all these different schools. They don't have this big education system like we do. Like, they have a superintendent. And then the way they have schools and just the stuff that they, going on, that they have going on down there and what they're going through – is very different. Yeah. So I think, like, and that's just wherever you go. It don't necessarily have to refer to education or just people you meet. But every city is different. They have their own things, traditions, whatever it may be. Yeah. But I think that does really good, like, traveling and seeing different places and being able to carry your perspective to another city and then be able to merge it, I think, is, is a really good thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the last question.
2: <clears throat> Or if you have any anything yeah, I was to say on this I was perking like, <laughs> oh, I, I was like, wait, do I get
1: to ask questions too? Like, yeah, yeah, you, you do.
0: You do. Right. It's a conversation. Yeah. Okay, but before we get to
2: that, if you could say one thing to your childhood self, what would it be? Mm. Mm.
1: Love yourself, nickel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, two, I got two things. I was saying okay. like, the first one is, You're just a child. That's what I was saying. Mm -hmm. And the second thing would be to enjoy your childhood. Like, oh, my gosh. For real? (laughs) No, but no. Honestly, for real, because I crave that now. Like, when I want to be, like, I wish that I could have just been a child because I've always seen myself, like, taking on adult situations. And things that I shouldn't have done as a child, like, I wish – I could have played outside more. I wish I could have had more friends. Like mm-hmm. it's just all of these things I wish I could have done. Which I really think I could have, but it was just the position that I put myself in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's one thing I would say. But I definitely did. Parts of my childhood was really fun. It really was. I'm glad. What's yours? Mine is
2: um I would just have to tell myself like everyone loves you. Like deep down, everyone I don't know, just has their insecurities, just their own stuff that they that they go through. And later, like, growing up with, like I said, the same girls that said stuff to me, like, learning who they are behind their masks, like, mm-hmm. that they brought to school. Just knowing what they go through now, like, I have empathy for them. And, like, I know why they did some of the stuff. But, like, yeah, I feel like everyone just has their own stuff that they go through Mm. that impacts how they see the world, what they say, what they do. Yeah. What about you?
1: Yeah, now I had some time to think about it. Um, (laughs) I was thinking... hmm, Give yourself time. Mm. And... um, Just give yourself time. Don't take, give yourself time, you're going to make mistakes, and don't take it to heart. Don't take things to heart.
2: Don't take it personal. Yeah, don't take
1: it personal. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I think those kind of speak for themselves. I don't Mm -hmm. know, but um, I guess to briefly break it down, um, you're going to need time to reach the level you want to reach. Um. Make you don't know, make mistakes, and that's what childhood is about. And you learn from them, and then um, what was the last thing I said? I always forget stuff. Don't take it personally. <laughs> don't, yeah. <take> personal. <laughs> don't take it personal. Like yeah, like it's kind of like what you were saying, like yeah, people are gonna say what they say, but it, there's something else going on with them, and mm-hmm. it's not about you.
0: Mhm.
1: Um. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think that that's important. Yeah. But I don't know. I really enjoyed today. I think. When Massage first created these <laughs> topics, like, I don't know, it's really hard, but I think growing up is really hard. Now that I think about it, like, just not even, because we always talk about, like, from a teenager perspective, but really thinking about your childhood up to now and where you are, and it's just not even half the things that we're going to yeah. go through. Like, we haven't even made it to 18 yet, 21, True. but I really think that it is... It's good now that we we know these things about ourselves and it's just like, well, even with you, you know, you being an adult now, I think it's is really different, but I think noticing these things and really paying attention to them is really important now. And I do have a question for you. <laughs> so,
2: knowing that we are 16, sis, or 17, 17B. 16 and 17 <laughs> in our junior year of high school, like what advice, or would you say to us, or give to us?
1: Junior high school
2: about um, adulthood. About like, adulthood. It's not as hard as it looks or it is. Shoot, I'm I don't just,
1: know. I'm just getting into adulthood, according to like the uh, Baltimore City. <laughs> yo, they, stay, yo, so they, yo, <laughs> they was playing with me for like the last five years of my life. Like, what? I thought I was an adult. Pay my bills and everything, right? Mm-hmm. And then they put me in the youth committee because they was Why? like, Yo, you were you youth. They was like, you were youth. So oh I got youth. I was like, I'm in the, what do they call it, the opportunity zone or at risk youth. That's like, they lump them in. It's like 24 oh. to 26. is like, so, cool. so I'm apparently just now getting into adulthood. <laughs> I'm just now. So I'm here now. That's crazy. Um, that is crazy. Right? But I guess what I would say is. It's your time, like you know. Take your time. Don't like burn yourselves out or anything. But like, you know, what I what I find and what I'm really seeing, especially at this kind of in middle point, is like there's gonna be elders who have experience to help teach you about certain things, and y'all are the you know the young upstart who's like really talented. Like y'all already doing your podcast. You're already doing like dope stuff. That's like. Mm-hmm adults have careers built off of this stuff so when they see y'all doing what you do it can sometimes be intimidating It it be like dang they're already doing this and it's like man it took me like however many years to do x y and z and because uh, a lot of people help themselves back right. and so you know just keep doing what y'all doing um it's gonna build and it's gonna give y'all like valuable life skills that put y'all far ahead of the game so
2: mm. keep
1: doing what you do
0: Thank That's you, yeah. Well, before we end this episode, do you have any questions for us?
1: I do. What What would y'all say? Because I heard, when I was listening to, I think, the second podcast, it was like, y'all yeah, was talking about, like...
0: It's all right to change?
1: Was yeah, it the first it one or the
0: second one? The one that talk about... Um, therapy in the black community. Black community.
1: The black community? That was the was it that one? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, y'all yeah, was, I think I also mentioned, um, like... Adults and older generation can like listen to y'all and like, you know,
2: oh, the first one, yeah, yeah,
0: I know. First I one oh, yeah, that one was like, the first one
1: about mental health and
0: like a little bit about and, like, us perspective. So, I
1: was asked, like, what would what should like, I guess, adults and people that are tuning in like be on the lookout for to like learn from y'all because I think it's a great platform for you mm. yeah. Um,
2: I would honestly say, like, get a look into what teenage life is like because I feel like a lot of them don't know how hard it is to be us, like, just with social media and everything like that. Like, I know a lot of people talk about social media all the time. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it's really true, and I don't know.
0: They just don't know what life is like for us. Yeah, definitely. I I would say, well, I would say my biggest hope that they will learn is to understand our perspective, I would say, Mm -hmm. because I feel like... The worst of our generation, our of our generation, is is being muted more so because it's like I hate when they categorize us as everybody or well, y'all generation, like or they'll say because y'all kids today, and it's like it's not all of us, like it's really a lot of us out here that's destined for greatness. I believe everybody is destined for greatness, but when you set yourself up to be for greatness, I think that right. that's when everything will fall in place. But I would say the biggest thing is I want them to hear our voice. Like I want them to understand that we're really trying to make a difference. Like whether it's just speaking about our experiences, but it's not just from us because we talk to a lot of people. Like we have a lot of peers, mm. a lot of friends. So I would say the biggest thing is One day, the biggest hope is that they will really understand and grasp and gain something from us because I believe we have a lot to say, but we don't get the opportunities or the tables to sit at to have these type of conversations. So that would be my biggest thing is just for them to understand really who we are.
2: Yeah, and I would say, like, a lot of us are so smart. Like, we have a lot of great perspectives on the world. Just everything. And, like... A lot of times we'll get belittled, like shrunk down, or just interrupted, honestly, or not given the space to talk about these things. And I feel like this podcast gives us the platform to say what we have to say without any interruptions, That's any right. negative <laughs> like, people in our ears. And yeah, yeah, I feel like this has been a great experience so far for us.
0: Yeah. But definitely, y'all, uh, thank you so much, Mr. Thank Lydell, for being here with us today. Yes, it has thank been you, great. <laughs> From hearing everything from your perspective, and mainly we brought you on because you are such a great impact to the youth today and mm-hmm. how you help so many kids here at Enoch. So I think that it is very important for you to continue doing what you're doing because yeah. while you may not be that much older than us, you're still making an impact just by helping out the youth. And I think that that's the biggest thing. Like The youth today really needs a lot of resources and people that they can Right comfortable to and instead of you know doing bad things having this studio where they can come and express express themselves themselves. and their talents and i think that that's really an important thing because a lot of us don't have that so y'all with that being said we say bye cousins